Hi, and welcome to The Thriving Entrepreneur. She's Rochelle Learling, Entrepreneur Coach. He is David Foster, Founder Coach. And you know, Rochelle, I am old enough that this happens a lot. I always look back and say, how could I have done that? Or why didn't I see what was going on? Mm -hmm. And I would say that it really comes down to making better decisions. How could I have made a better decision? And when it comes to being an entrepreneur, as we've talked about in the past, or a founder, making a better decision is all about cognitive ability and perspective. Mm -hmm. And that's affected by the boundaries that you have when you approach work. And so when you're faced with those questions like, you know, how, I could, how could I have done that? Or how could I have done that better? Look at today's decisions and say, all right, if you've got all your cognitive horsepower, if you're emotionally balanced and you're not being run over, well, then maybe you can make better decisions. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, when we talk about making better or more effective decisions, I think one of the questions we ask is like, well, what does effective mean? Mm-hmm. It's related to the thing that you're trying to do. Like you're getting the, the result that you want. Peter Drucker said, efficiency is doing things right, but effectiveness is doing the right things. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what we want to talk about today. We want to help people think about how to create boundaries at work. Mm-hmm. Not about their diet, not about their relationship, not about their kids, but just at work, how do you do that? I think it's a beautiful topic that I just keep referring back to with clients as well. Uh, Boundary setting is one of them, and then it's boundary keeping. I think that boundary protection is definitely part of today's topic. Um, As you said, like, could I have been more effective in my decision making? Could I have done things better? And I, I was actually thinking while you were saying, well, yes, and also how could I have done it better in my uh, in my way, uh, that it actually served me better. And I feel mm-hmm. like often entrepreneurs are, are working against themselves to make things happen, like, um, going too far, uh, like up and beyond for, for clients, for team members, and then kind of forgetting what they need in order to thrive and be effective in the workplace. Um, so I think that if we were to look back on decisions, um, it's pretty important to ask yourself, if it was actually serving you in your role of being an effective owner and uh, entrepreneur. Yeah. And you bring up, I think, two good points for me. One is, well, you do have the power to make these decisions, right? You do have the ability to, if not control, at least affect your schedule and what you say yes and no to. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is you're really reaching towards, well, what is the best way for me to get where I'm trying to go? And the thing is often that either we don't take the time to really think that through, like, what do I mm-hmm. need to be effective? What is needed for me to make a good decision here? We don't have that headspace. We don't take the headspace to do so. And then when we've mm-hmm. made the decision, it's really hard to go back and kind of um, yeah, change decisions or even uh, change the way we approach people uh, when it comes to boundaries. I mean, we could have committed to something, right? And made a decision mm-hmm. doing something and thus made commitments uh, affecting those decisions. But we might want to go back and readjust that and also mm-hmm, readjust mm-hmm. what we said yes to. And I think it has much to do with your own self-respect and your own leadership mm-hmm. of yourself, meaning that you actually not only know what you need, 
to be effective, but you also really respect that and take ownership for what you need and actually put yourself out there and say, listen, I have thought about it again, or, you know, I have Mm -hmm. seen that this doesn't work, but we can only make that happen if we decide that we want to own that part of our own leadership and, and thus make decisions that are serving both us and the business. Yeah. I, I think when we go back and adjust what we've said in the past, mm-hmm. it's often because, well, we're not getting where we want to go. Yeah. There's some kind of thing that there's some kind of thing that's in the way or there's some kind of thing that's happening and you say to yourself, well, this is not what I intended. Right. Or I'm never going to be able to complete, finish, get someplace if things don't change. Mm-hmm. And one of the first questions that I wrote down for people to ask themselves is what is it that I am trying to do? Mm-hmm. And I think you can ask yourself that question when you make your daily list, when you come up with your strategy, or even when you're talking to somebody that you work with, Mm -hmm. what is it that, what's the goal here? What is the goal for me? What is the goal for the business? Mm -hmm. For an entrepreneur or a founder, those are pretty closely aligned usually. Right. But I think asking that question really makes it a lot easier to be able to say, well, if then I do these things, do I get myself closer? Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. And the other, the other question I think that we should at least clear up right at the beginning is what is a boundary? Yeah. I'll dive in first and say, you know, in my mind, boundaries are, boundaries are a separation between things that have like characteristics. Countries, you think about them in sport, this is what works here and this doesn't. The boundary separates, say, the athletes from the fans. And it groups things that are like each other together because that's how the system works better, at least in my mind. Mm-hmm. And you know, we can think about boundaries like physical boundaries in electricity. Here's where the electricity flows and here's where it doesn't. Mm-hmm. We can think about it in the way a car's engine works or even with the, bound- with the body. You have barriers in your body so that certain things can't affect other things. Mm-hmm. And when we think about boundaries in work, I think it's important to realize that work functions better when all those things are in some way contained and the rest of your life functions better when there's some containment there and the, the boundary isn't crossed so much that it becomes unhealthy. Yeah. And I would like to add, like, to me, boundaries are always rules rules for working better, rules for making sure you're mm-hmm. effective, rules for mm-hmm. making sure the process is flowing. Um, I, I do think that they're compartmentalized, uh, put into, mm-hmm. into place. Um, but I also think that if you put these things on paper, you know, like how we work best, things that we need in order to be effective in the business, then we can still fail to make it happen in that manner. Uh, well, I have mm-hmm. put that on paper because I feel like most often boundaries are not communicated um, well enough or not enough mm-hmm. at all um, in the sense that we believe that if we uh, work in a certain matter, that makes sense to all of us. Yet, I mean, we all think differently about things. And when it comes to boundary setting, I think it's very much about boundary communicating. 
hey, listen, I think that we should be doing this this way. Otherwise, this will happen. Are we on the same page? And if we don't communicate the boundary, then it will never be clear what is crossing the line, right? Like what is going mm-hmm. too far? What is not right? What is just, it's not working any longer. And I think that is important in order for that boundary to be healthy and to be used effectively. I agree 100% about the communication. And I think there's two types of communication there. One is communication with yourself. Mm -hmm. Is this clear to me? And I think, you know, when you say put it down on paper, in a lot of ways that makes the communication clear. It's like a commitment, Mm -hmm. right? And then the other piece is obviously how do I communicate that with the people who I work with? Right. And I think it's important there also to say, you know, message sent doesn't necessarily mean message received or understood. Yeah. Yeah. So having those conversations with the people around you so that you have a, as best an idea you can, that they understand where your boundaries are and how you're going to operate. I I think that's really, really valuable. Yeah, because what's the flip side of that? Not communicating those boundaries or not making them clear enough. It's basically that we fear something will happen or something will not happen if we don't. So it's kind of like, oh, but we fear that if we were to say that boundary is what I need right now, we're actually being selfish. Or, you know, there's consequences to how we are collaborating as a team if I were to set this boundary. And I think Mm -hmm. like with everything involved, like if you were to respect your own boundaries as a founder, as an entrepreneur in that leadership position often, then you will see that people around you working with you will respect that, but also will set their own boundaries in order for all of Mm -hmm. you to thrive better. So I feel like if you can set that example, that's actually super powerful for the rest of the organization. But I think most of entrepreneurs are not setting enough boundaries or clear enough boundaries because of the fear of a consequence, like people trying to look up to you saying like, but that's not helping me or, you know, but it affects my job or, but again, if you don't take charge of your own role and as you said, have the goal of being effective, then who is going to do that for you? Yeah, that's a, that's a fair point. I was talking to somebody today about work dinners, Mm. the dreaded work dinner. And this is usually when, you know, there's a group of people that are uh, doing something remotely, you know, away from the office. There's three or four of them. Maybe there's a client, something else. And the work dinner is always late and dragged out. It's a piece of performance art, really. Mm -hmm. Uh, Gets late, usually involves alcohol. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that those things are never useful because... I've had plenty of times where dinner or lunch or breakfast with somebody and it's worked out really, really wonderfully. But if people are traveling and there's that expectation that they need to get dressed and be in the restaurant for three hours and that kind of thing, and, and the next day is some sort of some sort of event where they're gonna have to perform, how how can you as a leader say, if you don't feel like going, don't go? Mm-hmm. And I can say when I led companies, I, I rarely went to a work dinner. We're not in business to be people pleasing, not to go back to that topic, but it's all related. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel that most entrepreneurs know or think 
that it's important for us to kind of like have fluid boundaries, kind of go with the flow, say yes to things, make sure everybody's happy, uh, not be too firm about ourselves, not putting ourselves in the center. But I honestly think that if you do, that things change massively. As you say, saying no to dinners, that should be okay, right? This mm -hmm. is not even a priority, but it's rather about what do we normalize in order for us to all be effective and what is needed. And if that means, hey, I'm never available before 11, then that's just part of the deal in order to make things move smoothly and faster. Um, but also making sure that we don't um, oblige ourselves to be in places where we're not even adding any value. And if we don't feel mm. like it, then what's the point? Um, but I think it's, it's coming back to last week's topic, being brutal and, and bold and making those decisions and saying, listen, this is what, first of all, my boundaries are. Secondly, these are actually the ones that I need to have in place in order to be effective. And then thirdly, how do I make sure that my team and people around me are in the known about this and actually do something about it? Because I think that is the point that that bridge between what I know I need versus what I communicate I need is such a thin line if you don't. Um, it, it really keeps you out of problems if you were to communicate them well um, because you finally make sure that you get to thrive instead of feel like you're overrun by things that seem to be important or seem to have people care about. I see it a little bit differently. Hmm. I, yeah, last week we talked about being brutal and I think that there are times for that. And I say that as a father who raised his kids with the phrase, there's no substitute for brute force. But I think when it comes to boundaries, I, I think we have to be really careful in my mind not to conflate boundaries with being inflexible or being rigid. Sure, sure. And yeah. you know, if we if we just take this work dinner example, you could say, Yeah, I'm not going. That's it. I'm I'm off work. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's a boundary, and yes, you're probably a little bit better off for it. But if you're the leader before the trip or while everybody's checking into the hotel or whenever the right time is, get everybody together for three minutes and say, hey, we're gonna, we have to be on at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning, for instance, and we're going to do a better job if everyone is well-rested, don't have a lot of stress, and isn't feeling like they're being torn in a million pieces. Mm -hmm. So check into your room. And let's meet down here tomorrow morning at 9.30. You guys want to go to dinner? Great. You don't want to go to dinner? Mm -hmm. Great. Do whatever it is that you need to do to be the best version of yourself at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. We all have the brief or we all know what's happening and let's go and do that. One of the times I said that and everyone but me went to a tequila bar. <laughs> and for those who did that and are listening, I know exactly who you are. <laughs> And the next morning, the next morning was great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just think that we're, we're talking about two different things regarding boundaries in the sense that I think you mean boundaries um, in the organization around yep. effectivity, effectivity. And for me, it was rather um, the boundary that I have to set as the performer in the business in order to make it work for myself. So I think that, I you, right, yeah. that the brutal part was rather about me individually knowing what I need in order to thrive and be effective. And what I think you meant was rather like, what do we actually need and what do we want and what is just a desire? Mm -hmm. And we don't need mm -hmm. to actually do everything um, as, a, as a whole. But yeah. Which is, yeah. 
which kind of highlights the benefit of us talking because we sure. come at these things from different points yeah. of view. I want to take a step back for a second and say, what's good about having boundaries? In my mind, it's better cognitive ability, right? It's the difference between being well-rested when you take a test or staying up all night and taking a test. It all, if you have boundaries, it enables you to enjoy the success of your business. Mm -hmm. Why drive yourself to the ground to get some money that you just need to pay for the hospital? <laughs> and I think it also almost like in a way protects the protects energy for the other parts of your life, right. whether it's your spouse, your family, rebuilding the car, gardening, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, th I think kind of rephrasing what I said earlier, like boundaries to me means having self-respect and communicating that in order to know what you need to thrive. So yes, as you said, preserving energy for other things, check. Mm -hmm. But it's mm -hmm. also very much, as I just talked to uh, somebody on LinkedIn about, like we have busy calendars, we're always packed, back-to-back uh, -back meetings, all these things going on. And then if we were to look back and, and step back and say like, what is really helping me be effective, then probably like half of that is just not useful. And in that sense, boundaries yeah. also make a lot of sense saying, Hey, listen, it's not about the amount of meetings. It's not about, it's rather, what am I really doing in order to move that business forward? And if that entails having one more dinner, as you said, as an example, just to make that deal happen, that makes sense. But mm -hmm. it's also over delivering that is a problem when we don't have boundaries and not always that's something that's needed. And I feel like if we are too flexible, too fluid about, you know, what do whatever is needed, I feel like we're overrunning ourselves and we are no longer effective anywhere um, and not even in the business. Yeah. Yeah. The self-respect that you bring up is a really good point because it relates to that power. It mm -hmm. relates to the power of, well, I have the, I have the power to make the decision here. Mm -hmm. And it's also related to the fear. Well, if I don't do this almost unlimited amount of stuff, yeah. I will somehow miss out or my business won't be successful or I won't feel worthy. Right. right? I think all those things are related to boundaries. Yeah. And if you don't, if you don't have boundaries personally, well, how are you going to have boundaries mm -hmm. in work? Yeah. Right. And I think, so I think a good question to ask yourself is, do I do the things that I say I'm going to do? Yeah. You don't have to limit that to work, but if you get up in the morning and say, here are the 57 things that I have to do today, you're the only one listening to that. Yeah. And so I think that's a really good place to start. Did I, did I promise that? Did I promise that even to myself? And I do believe that most people start having boundaries when it's kind of sort of on the fence of being too late. Um, not <laughs> yes. in all cases, but you know, often yeah. we have to look back and say, oh, I should have, and I, but people mm -hmm. don't have them in the right moment. So it's actually, I think hopefully this podcast episode kind of inspires you to think, hey, proactively, what are my boundaries in work uh, environments? And also what do I need in order to thrive in the workplace? What am I currently doing that's really not my thing? What's really not needed from me? Am I just like overrunning myself just to make it happen mm -hmm. and people please? And often if we're really honest with ourselves, we find that we are just spinning our wheels. And 
I think most of us have to get to a place where we're almost fed up with ourselves and being overwhelmed and mm -hmm, being mm -hmm. all over the place running in order to make people happy or make the, the wheel spin um, before we actually make changes. So mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. maybe it's time to just ask like a couple of questions like what are my boundaries? And secondly, what are the consequences if I were to install these boundaries and what do I need to communicate to the people around me? Yeah, those, those are all good questions. I suspect that what are my boundaries is almost a bigger question than you can handle at the time. And I'm thinking in terms of practicality, structure is your friend when it comes to boundaries and work, mm -hmm. I think. You have, you and Leonard have the rule, no work talk after dinner. Mm -hmm. Yep. And yes, sometimes you and I talk after dinner, but it's <laughs> pictures of the I'll beach or the sunrise or whatever. And if Leonard's listening, we never talk about work after dinner, ever. <laughs> <laughs> Copy but, that. Yes. But setting up the boundaries before you start something. Exactly. I think is like incredibly valuable. Yep. And, you know, Apple have learned this where in their health app, they now have an alarm for bedtime instead yep. of waking up. Yeah. And so before you move forward, before you start with your day, the new project, the new employee, the meeting, whatever it is, you know, it's great to ask yourself, have I, have I set some boundaries here? When is this going to end? What, what's my involvement? Am I going to do this? That sort mm -hmm. of thing. Mm -hmm. And that idea of stopping work that you and Leonard do, uh, you know, honestly, that's brilliant and healthy. Everybody says, I want to I be at my desk at 7.30 in the morning. It would be much, much healthier to say, I want to be eating dinner at six yes, or eight or it. 10 or whatever the right, right thing is. So basically reverse engineering what you need and what you really yes. want to end up. Yes. You know, I'm quite curious how you and Leonard came across that no work talk after dinner. <laughs> Do you find yourself eating dinner at 1130 at night? I mean, I know that's not unusual in Spain, but would be a logical question to ask here. And my neighbors yeah. would answer that with yes. But <laughs> in our case, to be very uh, straightforward, no, it was actually that, I mean, we're a couple, we live together, we work together, and it's pretty mm -hmm. intense. So you could be talking work and business for the rest of your lives on weekends, on vacations, whenever. But it doesn't Same make here. life more fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that's kind of how it started. Um, but I also feel like there's a time and place for work. And I feel like there's a time and place for brainstorming. And sometimes when we get busy, busier than, than usual, um, we do end up starting a conversation or either one of us starts a conversation. Mm -hmm. And then we have the rule that one of us, the other person, flags it and says, listen, you know the rule. Business is over. And it just helps us to stay healthy and just to not have mm -hmm. our, our work brains on 24-7 because that is tempting. But that's not having boundaries, right? Overrunning yourself with thoughts about work, always working, always being on, that doesn't serve you. It really doesn't. So you have to put up the boundary before it gets, you know, disturbing or toxic. Yeah. 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 And the, and the varsity version of boundaries includes some flexibility. Sure. So in other words, if your spouse has a really hard day at work, something happens, sure. there's comfort and support that you can give your spouse, even just listening, mm -hmm. that 
will promote domestic bliss and you know take some of the take some of the pressure off him or her sure, sure. but if that happens every 15 minutes every single day until you collapse from exhaustion exactly yeah that's not that's not really a boundary and that sense boundaries are there for the 90 percent cases right and there's some exemptions here and there yes yes and our thing is not as structured um, although there is more structure in it now, and we're a little bit less formal than you guys are. However, there is a little bit of a back and forth that if it is a designated no work time and something comes up, the other person's response is something like, okay, you, you got a few minutes and this better be pretty mm -hmm. fucking good. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to go back to whatever else it is. Right. I made up a list of things that you can jot down and say, all right, when I say these things, I really have to think about it. Mm -hmm. You're in a meeting and you say, well, I can blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Did you, did you think about that beforehand? If you did, fair enough, go ahead, go for it. But if it's just an offer for a solution, well, it's just easier for me to do something like that. Mm -hmm. That's some really dangerous territory, especially when you think, well, if I do do that, what are the things that I'm not going to be able to do? Exactly. Does that include eating, sleeping, talking to my family? Another one is I have to, or I need to, or this just needs to be done. All those things are incredible, like boundary busters. Yeah. I would rephrase that as you don't have to save everything and everyone. <laughs> mm -hmm. So let's think about what we've what we've said to people here. Yes, recap. What is it that you're trying to do? Like, is that clear? Is your goal or your mission or just your intent for your to-do list, is that clear for the day? Mm -hmm. And what are the things that you need to separate? We talked about like, people talk about work-life balance, but it's far more complex mm -hmm. than that. But are the things that you have boundaries around or you're trying to draw boundaries around are they similar and do they benefit from being in a somewhat closed system? Yeah. What do you say to yourself? That's the other question. Do I say things to myself that are just destined to violate my own boundaries? Mm -hmm. That whole idea of making your boundaries before you act. Yep. I think that's, I think that's a, a good one. Like what time will I stop working? Yep. And have you been clear with yourself? Have you been clear with yourself and have you had that conversation? Almost get them to repeat it back. Okay, I understand you're not going to answer email after this time. Yeah. And then that list of things to observe in yourself, saying like, I can or I have to or I should or I yeah. need to. Yeah. Anything else we can leave people with help? Yeah, I'm not really sure if you, you said it in that way, but boundaries are zero boundaries if you don't communicate them so make sure that when you have mm -hmm. clarified what your boundaries are start communicating them to whoever needs to know and that's the hardest part for many um i think that's important um i think as i just said what if you were not to save everybody and everything what would you mm -hmm. do to be effective mm -hmm. and i think as you said last part create boundaries install them before it gets too late 
know what you mm-hmm. need to thrive, know what a business on your terms is, know what you need to be effective and stick to that. And probably you're going to have to repeat yourself a couple of times before it sticks. You have to educate people around you, including yourself to make this work, but this is so worth it. Yeah. Including yourself. Yeah. <laughs> that is key. Yeah. That is key because who's making that decision? Well, thank you everybody for listening. Keep your questions and comments coming because this is where the source of all of our conversations come. Absolutely. So until next time, we'll talk to you then. See you soon. Thank you for listening. If you're an accomplished founder in a leadership position and want experience, guidance, and support, contact David on davidafoster.com. And if you're an entrepreneur with a team who wants to be more in control of your business and your life and want to explore coaching, contact Rochelle on growtribute.com. You can find links to contact us in the show notes of every episode. We appreciate your listening.